Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Uh, we always say communication is key, so let's talk about it. Uh, Dr. Siobhan O'Higgins is a sexologist and educator from the School of Psychology at the University of Galway. She's here to talk about this. Maybe you're finally on a date again, six months after your divorce. Or maybe you and your better half are wondering whether a cuddle could be more than a cuddle. Or perhaps you'd like to tell a woman you're absolutely mad about that you don't feel like it tonight. There are lots of times and places where we need to say what we want and what we don't want. Whatever the moment, have the consent conversation. A message from the Government of Ireland. Siobhan is on the line. Good morning, Siobhan. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. It's cold I'm good. morning. It is very cold. Um, Siobhan, <laughs> let's get to it. Um, what is the whole idea behind this campaign? Well, it's like many a campaign in relation to consent. It's about getting people to talk to each other and communicate because we all get a bit shy when it comes to being intimate and we say, oh, I don't know what to say. Oh, I couldn't say that. Oh, if I said I want to do that, uh, they'll think I'm rejecting them. I don't want to hurt their feelings, all of that. And it's about saying, stop that. You know, we're talking about being intimate with someone else. We're talking about sharing our bodily fluids potentially with somebody. You know, let's talk about what we want, what we don't want, what we might be willing to try and to know that we can change our mind at any time. Like coming from the active consent program, we would always, students came up with the idea that consent is OMFG, ongoing, mutual and freely given. And it's about saying it's okay to talk and not to be shy about communicating because if you're, if you're comfortable enough to take your clothes off or if you're comfortable enough to kiss somebody else or touch somebody else, then you need to be confident enough to actually communicate and talk to them. And I mean, some of the ads are about, you know, you've had too much to drink, you know, because you can't communicate, you're slurring your words and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, if you can't actually communicate, then it's really not a very good idea to become physically in love with someone else either. Go and have chips or something and sober up. Yeah, and then, curry chips, absolutely. Yeah. We spoke to you about sex ed in schools during the summer, but this campaign is working on lots of different levels. Why is that? That's it. Well, because consent is for everyone yeah. and consent is for everything. And, you know, it's about people who are not in school, adults. They're also not feeling confident to have the consent con- communicate, conversation because they didn't get good sex education in school, which has now changed because the NCCA has developed a new, a new curriculum for everybody in the school. So things will change, but change takes time. And people who are, who are out there now becoming intimate, dating, breaking up, falling into bed with each other, they may not have had good sex education. And it's just to make sure that everybody has that understanding that you can talk. You need to talk to your partners. and mm-hmm. But it's not odd to ask. It's, it's not, not odd to have a conversation. It's not weird either, because some of the young people would have said when we were doing research, when we do research, we ask them, you know, why wouldn't you feel comfortable well you know it's a bit weird asking and that's like back in the day it was weird asking to put a condom on now it now we know that almost everybody will use a condom to promote safer sex so you know having that conversation around safer sex is there so let's have the conversation about getting intimate in the first place mm-hmm. what what is the messaging for different genders in the campaign and, and how has that changed from from what it was before Well, this campaign is a new campaign, so it's a messaging for everybody to have a conversation. So it's not it's not about permission, 
Like often when we ask young people, what is consent? You know, it's permission. It's not. It's about mutual agreement. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's not someone saying, can I do this? And the other person saying, oh, okay. It's about saying, deciding what you both want to do. So before, back in the past, you know, men would be the initiators and females would be the ones who accept, you know, um, attention or sexual, um, sexual intimacy. That's changed. Everybody's allowed to explore and express their sexuality as long as it's done mutually consensually, mutually enjoyable and done safely. So we're moving away from saying, oh, can I do this? It's, it's, you know, yes, you can. It's about, yeah, well, okay, that's okay. I like that. But what about we try this? So it's a more mutual conversation. So we're moving away from male initiator, female being passive, both you know, you're allowed, as a female, you're allowed to ask, you know, oh, I'd like to, can I do this? Are you up for this? All that kind of stuff in, without going into that gendered sexual script that, that females should be passive. And if they're not, then they are seen as aggressive. They're seen as um, whores or whatever. Whereas guys who are initiators, they're seen as legends. Mm-hmm. That's gone. That's not okay in the 21st century. Everybody has the right to explore and express their sexuality if they so choose to mm-hmm. do so. When Me Too was happening, the message in the media was mm. that people needed to, uh, quote, uh, talk to their boys. Is that still a key part of the story? Well, the thing is about talking to our boys is we need to support our boys because we've, to a certain extent, research shows that we've left boys behind. With the Me Too movement, with feminism, all of that, it became okay to be whatever kind of a woman you wanted to be. And that was okay. You could be and express and, and act out and, and in your career be whatever you wanted to be. Yeah. Coming away from this unequal understanding that women should stay at home. So all of that was blown out of the way. But on the corollary of that, I can't even say that word, on the, on the other side of that, mm-hmm. the boys were left behind to say, you know, you can be whoever you want to be, you know, and it's, it's about looking at what they're stuck with an understanding of masculinity. We do workshops with boys in schools and we've been asking them, you know, what it is to be a man. And they seem to have unrealistic understandings of what manhood and masculinity actually is. So it includes things like, you know, you've got to be muscular, you've got to have a big penis, you shouldn't cry, all of that. You've got to be a leader, you've got to be athletic. And those are unrealistic expectations for lots of boys. Mm -hmm. So you're going to fail immediately. So you don't feel that you can be yourself. Whereas when we ask the boys, what would they like, what messages they would have liked to have had? when they were younger. And it's th- they told us things like, everyone has different problems. Life's too short to constantly care about what everyone thinks about you. This is a, a young, a 16-year-old boy. And this 15-year-old boy said, they need to know that their penis is the perfect size and to be yourself because there's no point faking something. Or another one said, believe in yourself. What you think is embarrassing may not actually be embarrassing. And be yourself and don't follow others. So, you know, young men are aware that they can, they need to be themselves, but yet they feel, to a certain extent, they feel constrained by this old-fashioned view of what it is to be a man. So we need to work with boys from from primary school upwards to say, you know, be yourself. It's okay to be whoever you want to be, as long as you don't hurt anybody else, and to understand that you don't have to be muscular. You don't have to be athletic. What about all our boys who don't want to play football? 
that's okay too, you know, and it's, it's to get away from that because they feel insecure. Then what happens is, you know, they, they're frightened mm. at this stage, talking to teachers and parents, they're saying, you know, boys, our boys are actually worried about, about becoming intimate with someone else because they think they'll get it wrong. They're going to make a mistake and they don't know what to do. And so, in fact, they're not, they're, they're afraid of getting a girlfriend or, you know, kissing someone or telling someone that they really fancy them and all this kind of stuff. So this is really, this isn't going to work because eventually, you know, we'll have people not getting together or what happens is people get drunk and then say, well, well, sorry, I was drunk. Oh yeah, I forgot about consent. Oh yeah, I forgot about the condom because I was drunk. You know, that's not a good way to, to promote intimacy because being intimate with someone is one of the most amazing things that human beings can do. And we all want our children to go there. You know, and we all want our children eventually, well, most of us do anyway, to make us grandparents. Mm. So we don't want them to have negative experiences. Absolutely. So that's why, yeah, sorry. No, it's so true. And we need to be reminded. And it's interesting that you say that the boys have been left behind because you don't think of it that mm. way. And sometimes this mm. vulnerability and this uh, insecurity would probably drive them to wrong sources of information like porn and stuff That's like it. that, which can be very That's problematic. It. Can we talk about yeah. uh, the message for the LGBTQ plus community? Are people discovering and experimenting with their sexuality? Are they more vulnerable in some ways, would you say? Well, I think the message is the same for everybody. Okay, okay. Um, and I think that it's about saying we live in a very liberal island now and everybody can be who they want to be. You know, it, you can express and explore your sexuality on any level. It doesn't matter if you don't feel that you're heterosexual. You can explore and be whoever you want to be. But still there are internalized views. Oh, I'm wrong. Oh, I shouldn't be like this. Oh, this is this is not the norm. You know, that's... That in theory, from the legislation, you know, we everybody can marry whoever they want to marry. You know, you can be with whoever you want to be with. You can explore and experiment how you're going to express your sexuality. It should be a clear and an open space for everybody to just be themselves. Yeah. And the thing is that young people, when they're going through adolescence, they're finding out who they are. And what they are. And to a large extent, a lot of people want to put a label on themselves and say, this is me, and I'd never do that, or I'd never fancy that type of person. But in fact, they need to, you know, labels can be wonderful because they make you feel that, give you a sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. But in fact, they can restrict you as well. And just to know that, you know, things do change as you grow, as you mature, you know, who you feel that you might that you're attracted to now when you're 16 might change by the time you're 37. I love, you don't know. Yeah, Things absolutely. Things change. Absolutely. And I love this campaign. Uh, and thank you for coming on to talk about it because uh, as you said, like when we were talking, when Me Too was happening, the message in yeah. the media was really kind of, what I say it was directed at women to speak up and, you know, and heterosexual women. But yeah. as you said, yeah. numerous times through our conversation this morning, this message is for everyone. Like the ad said, if you're a divorcee and you're getting back out there, part of the LGBTQ yeah. plus community, it is for everyone. Yeah. And everyone That's needs it. to be having the conversation around consent. That's it. Um, Absolutely. If you want more information, you can go to gov.ie forward slash consent, especially for, I mean, parents should really get involved in this. Don't leave it up to the teacher and the ads on the tenure, all that kind of stuff. If you Absolutely. have young teenagers, Absolutely. would you advise parents to educate themselves and, and uh, speak to their children? 
and their young adults. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sexualwellbeing.ie has really good um, yes. examples of how you can have those conversations with your children from when they're two or three yeah. or, you know, all the way through. So it's not being, it's about not being afraid as, as a parent to have those conversations. But the problem is for parents is they're very worried because the context in which their children are exploring and expressing their sexuality is very different from the context in which they grew up and explored and expressed their own sexuality. So it's the fear of the unknown and we're giving them the phones and they have access to everything. So when your children are talking to you, when you're talking to your children, if they ask you questions and say they've seen this on their phone, take a breath and never take their phone away from them because they will never talk to you again if you Mm -hmm. do, you know, so it's about, you know, that. So there are a lot of resources for parents out there that they can have those conversations. They go to scarletine.com is a really good website for everybody, for young people, for parents, for everybody. I learn something every time I go on that website as well. There's lots of resources. Go to consenthub.ie. Consenthub.ie has got a lot of resources that we've put up there. It's all out there. It's all out there. Uh, It's all out there. It's all there. Uh, Dr. Siobhan O'Higgins, thank you so much for joining me this morning. You can't, like I said, uh, gov.ie forward slash consent. uh, And there's loads. There's loads of resources. There's no excuse is what we're trying to say. Um, Dr. Siobhan O'Higgins is a sexologist and educator from the School of Psychology at University of Galway. I just want to thank her again for joining me. Really interesting stuff. And we all need to be reminded the chat and the conversation about consent is for everyone. It's not just for your daughters. It is for everyone. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leiahealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always.